Hello, hello, and welcome back to Coffee State Podcast. This is your host, Geneva Rodriguez. I am so excited to introduce our March series, our Woman Histories Month series. We're going to be talking about a lot of good things, a lot of emotive, you're going to hear a lot of motivational stories, inspiring stories, stories that might make you laugh, might make you smile, might make you cry. Tons of emotions are going to be flowing and it's all good because I'm going to be sharing my story as a New Yorkian. As you know, I'm born and raised in Brooklyn. Yes, I did move around from time to time, but I am back in Brooklyn and um, yeah, and I'm Puerto Rican. So New Yorkian, that's how it works. New York and Puerto Rican. <laughs> and um, I'm going to be sharing. Um, so Women's History Month. This year, 2023, the theme is women who tell our story. That is the overall theme for the year. So I am trying to stay with that theme and let it rock. So I'm going to be telling my story and hopefully it will be something that's inspiring to you, motivating to you. Maybe it'll make you cry, make you laugh, make you smile, uh, inspire you to to take that extra step, to, to, to make that decision that you felt that you couldn't do based on your, your current circumstances. That is my goal with sharing my story. A lot of people don't know my story because I, am, I just don't go out there talking my business and running my mouth. Um, if you know me, I'm very, um, let's say, private to a certain extent. I am private when it comes to my personal situations. If you've been in a relationship with me and you're listening, hey, ex. <laughs> Um, but you would know, um, you know best that I don't tell my business. I don't like people telling my business. I don't like, especially if I'm in a relationship, keep our business between us. No one else needs to be in our business. Um, and you'll get a little bit, a little, you're going to get a little bit more background to who I am and why and how I move and why I move the way, the way I move and how I got to where I am. Um, and I'll just start off saying with nothing was handed to me on a, on a silver platter at all. Nothing was um, fed to me on a gold spoon or silver spoon, however that saying is, you know what I'm saying? I worked for what, for, for what I have. Um, I bust my butt to get where I am and I'm still not where I want to be, but, um, I just felt that for Women's History Month, I can just go off a little bit from the typical coffee stained EDU podcast theme and, um, just share a little bit about me so you can get a better understanding of who your host is and you can have a better connection, um, with me and then if you knew a little bit more about who I am. I'm also going to try my best to get a couple of uh, phenomenal women, phenomenal women, on my stories. Um, on my stories, I can't even talk right now. My bad. It's like seven twenty, but I'm tired on a Saturday. Yes, don't judge me. Um, but um, I I have a few young ladies that I want to interview for this series, and I just want them to share their stories. I want them to share how they've, you know things they've overcome in their in their life things that they're currently going through right now obstacles challenges and how they they face it and how they overcome them and what are some things that they do what is their mindset when they are going through those things when they're experiencing those challenging um, situations so that in my you know my hope is that it connects with one of my one of my listeners and that's all that matters as long as it connects with one person then I'm good I'm Gucci like the youngins say (laughs) 
<laughs> oh my gosh, it must unhurt me. He'd be like, Ma, you so corny. But anyways, uh, let me carry on. So I'm going to start off with a little bit about me. And um, I won't use any names because I don't want anybody getting in their feelings. But if you're listening to this and uh, the story seems like it, it relates to something we experience, most likely it is about us. And hopefully you, you don't feel some type of way. I'm not going to try. I'm not going to badmouth anybody. I'm not going to bet. Well, maybe it might come off as that because I, as part of my story, yes, I have been hurt. I have experienced some things. I have gone through some what like people say drama with people um in my life and um I only mention it so that you get a better picture of why of who I am and why the way I am and you know I don't look at any experiences that I've gone through as um as a mistake um I am a true believer that everything happens for a reason um I was supposed to experience the things I've experienced in my life so that I can be who I am today. So I don't have any regrets. Um, you know, I can sit here and try to think of something that I had. I do regret. Um, and I I don't. And, and, and if you know me um, and you really know some of the things I've experienced, you would think like, oh, she should. She should hate this person. She should hate this. She should you know, feel some type of way about the things that she had to experience or go through and endure. But um, I don't. I don't. I truly look at every experience as a learning experience, right? I went through it because I was supposed to learn something from it. And I think if we have that mindset and we take that approach in life, um, in situations that we're going through right now um, or in situations that we're going to go through in the future and also look at the situations that we already went through. If we can try to shift our perspective on it and think of it as um, a lesson, right? An experience that we were supposed to go to because, go through because we were supposed to learn something. We can, I think we can look at it, look at all our um, past experiences and pull out one positive thing. I I think we can. I can't speak for everyone, um, but I do believe that it's possible. Um, I know it has been possible for me because, like I said, I've been through a lot of crap. Um, and I can look back and pull out a positive thing from it. And again, that, that, take, that takes a special ability, right? It takes a special um, way of thinking. And, and not everybody has that way of thinking because they haven't practiced it right it's something that they haven't I'm, it's not like I have some special powers or anything like that I mean sometimes I do both to say I am a superhero now I'm joking <laughs> again this is uh 720 me needing some sleep but I'm gonna continue on um it's training your mind and training just training your yourself to think that way and shifting the way you think to to pull out the positive out of every situation it's a, it's a way of thinking and the, and it doesn't happen overnight it's a progress right you uh, a, sorry not a progress it's a process you have to practice that and maybe I can do a, a, a an episode on on that I mean I'm not a doctor um but I think how you can start is literally just sitting and reflecting on a, a bad situation that you've had right and writing it all out or playing it all out right you know writing it out tends to help you know I do have someone that was recently in my life and um they 
they would always, you know, say they were writing. And I, I used to always make fun of it, saying, oh, it was a diary, blah, blah, whatever. And then, you know, just be goofy about it. But, um, you know, when I started, when I attempted to do it, it was very helpful, right? Like, we can try to keep all our, you know, try to sort out our thoughts and our feelings and situations in our mind. But when it's out on paper, it's out there. And it can kind of, it could be like a therapeutic experience too, because once, some, you know, once things are out of your mind, it's actually in paper, you are, I mean, on paper reading it, or even when it's out your mind and you're, you're, you're verbalizing it, it, it's like you're giving, you're releasing it to a certain extent. I hope that makes sense, right? Like, so, you know, some people write out their things and it feels better. They write journals, they write letters, they might not even send the letters, they might just toss them, they might burn them, or they just write a journal just to get their thoughts and feelings out on paper. And it's kind of like, it's out of my mind, it's out of my body. Um, and it's now, it's on this piece of paper, it doesn't belong to me anymore. Whatever, like however you use it or how, whatever thoughts you have when you process that. But for me, um, when that person told me, oh, writing the out is helpful and it helps make things um, clearer, yada, yada, whatever. So writing things out tends to be helpful for some people. Maybe try that. You know, write down the situation. Um, write, you know, maybe you could, you could start off with what happened, actually, the the. the the whole incident, right? The whole situation, writing down bit by bit what happened from beginning, middle, and end. Um, you could write down how it made you feel. You could write down the solution to it. How was it solved, resolved, right? And you can um, just put it all out on paper and then try to look at it all. And you know what? It's, it might not be easy because this might bring up some emotions that you, you've... Um, try to bury, right? You try to forget. You don't want to relive those things. And again, that's why some people don't write things out. Some people don't talk about their feelings um, because when it's out there and it's spoken or it's written on paper, then you have to relive those feelings. And it's good. And I realized that too, personally for me, it's good because I thought, ooh, out of my, out of, out of sight, out of mind type situation. I was like, oh, if I'm not thinking about this thing or if I'm not seeing it or if I'm not talking about it, then it's under control, right? It's in my head. It's in the back. I put it back, back, back there in some department in the back and close the door or whatever. And I'm not thinking about it. I'm not feeling about it. It's safe there. It's not coming out to, to mess with me or, or mess up my flow or mess up my energy or mess up my mood right now, right? But that's not technically dealing with it. That's not technically healing, right? That's not technically going through the process of facing it head on and figuring out why you still feel the way you feel about that certain situation, right? So that wasn't that was also something that was um that came to me from um uh, came to me when that person was talking about writing things down. I was refusing to write things down. I was refusing to talk about it because then it became more real, right? And I played myself. I was playing a trick on myself. I was playing this game with me thinking like, oh, if I'm not speaking about it, if it's, it doesn't exist, right? If I'm not thinking about it, then it d- didn't happen or or I healed from it, right? Like, DK, I healed, quote unquote, healed. You, you know, healing is a lifelong process. And I learned that recently too. And there's going to be things that are going to trigger old emotions or feelings. And if you are still triggered by those things that have happened to you in the past, then technically you're not healed from them, right? So you need to accept that healing is not a one-shot deal, like boom, done, I healed from this, I dealt with it, I went to a couple of therapy sessions, I talked to a friend or whatever. Um, It's an ongoing process. And sometimes we don't realize that because we trap those feelings and those thoughts behind closed doors in our brain and we don't think about it. So writing it out can help. So if you write these things down and then you could try to, you know, 
sorry I'm like going off all over the place but hopefully you're keeping on track with me um and you're you're continuing to, continuing to understand what I'm saying um but the point I was trying to say is trying to think of that that situation that caused a lot of pain or, or drama or feelings of anger or whatever um and think of a positive what what was the good thing that came out of that um, and, you know, and, and, and it might look at like it's something negative, but it could be a positive, right? Because then it could help you go through that situation. So, for example, if it's something about, oh, I was a very jealous person, right? Or um, I'm very insecure because that situation made me feel very insecure, made me question me, um, how I look, what I'm capable of, right? Uh, my abilities. That might seem like a negative to you, but it could be a positive. You can flip it. Okay, why? You know, then dissecting that. Why am I so insecure? Is it really that I'm feeling this way? Um, or is it because someone made me feel this way? Or is it if someone's making me feel this way, then possibly I do. I am really insecure because I should still feel confident about myself. Um, is it because I allow other people to have that much effect on me, right? So like it, it can open up so many doors to many different things, but you have to be willing to um, dissect those things and pinpoint that area. And then that's a learning experience because then you realize, oh, shoot, I really was an insecure person. Um, where does that come from? Because I thought that I was confident in, in who I am as a person, how far I've come and how I look. Um but I'm not. So now I got to go back and say, why am I insecure? Where does this stem from? What am I, what am I not happy about within myself, right? Is it, um, do I feel like I'm too skinny? Do I feel like I'm too fat? Do I feel like um, I'm too messy? Do I feel like um, I'm not happy in my career? I can be somewhere else, right? There's a lot of things that can be revealed when you just take that moment to actually um, focus on these situations that we tend to avoid or ignore or push to the back of our head because they can be again learning experiences and this is this is what I attempt this is what I attempt to do and it's not always easy um and I've realized recently that I thought that there that there were certain past experiences that I really did heal from not heal from that well yeah that I have handled right quote-unquote handled um because I recently also experienced I mean realized that uh that healing is an on a lifelong process it's not a one shot and done right like there are many things that we experience as children as young adults as adults that are very traumatic that it just doesn't go away we just have to learn how to manage those feelings, not let it take control of us and figure out how to replace those negative feelings and thoughts with positive ones when we get, when we have, when we are triggered, right? And getting to a point where those words or those, those things do not trigger us anymore. Like I said, lifelong thing. But the point I was trying to make with that was that that is how that's the process for me in trying to pull out a positive out of all the negative negative situations I've experienced in my life, and I think that that has helped me get to where I am right now because I have um, experienced a lot, lot, a lot growing up, and I feel like I cannot forget those things, right? I can try to move on from those things, but I can't forget those things, and I wanna um go into this quote that I found and I felt like it hit home because the the 
title of this episode was um, is you are where you come from. Um, and a lot of people will probably disagree with that. But if I dive in a little bit more, you'll probably understand what I'm talking about. But you are where you come from. And this quote um, I found was, I think, pretty dope and it fits perfectly with this. If you do not know where you come from, then you do not know where you are. And if you don't know where you are, then you don't know where you're going. And if you don't know where you're going, you're probably going wrong. And I was like, "Woo! okay, okay, loving that one. I'm, I'm going to say it again. If you don't know where you come from, then you don't know where you are. And if you don't know where you are, then you don't know where you're going. And if you don't know where you're going, you're probably going wrong. And for me, that was mm, right on the nail, right? I think that was perfect. I think we we are, no matter how much we try to fight um, or ignore or keep a push to the back or, or leave in the past where we come from, right? And we're not, we don't all have um, great upbringing, right? We don't have great childhood stories, not all of us, right? And um, this talking about me, I don't, right? This is my story. I don't have a great upbringing. And um, I did experience a lot growing up, being one of seven, um, you know, not having my dad around, um, growing up on, you know, public assistance, growing up in um, roach-infested apartments, right? Living in the hood, um, just, you know, being on that freaking that line just to get government cheese. Like I remember that big old block cheese and the cereal in the white box. So, you know, like there's a lot, there's a lot of things that, um, I experienced, um, that I experienced with my sisters growing up. Um, and that one would think, oh, you don't, you know, like you just left that in the past, you moved forward, you just did what you had to do that did not affect you in any way or, you know, whatever, you are not where you come from. And I, and I say, no, I am where I come from. And I don't forget where I come from because those situations, while that I experienced might have been very traumatic, might have really been very negative, might be things that I'm still healing from, um, they also, on the flip side, made me who I am today and made me make sure that I don't end up in that place again or made me, and made me make sure that my kids are not raised that way, you know, as far as if it's emotional, mentally, physical, any neglect or abuse that we might have experienced growing up, I am trying my best to make sure that my kids are not experiencing those things, right? So, and even, you know, I'm not trying to knock the hood because, again, it made me who I am. And there are people that still live in the hood and I have family members that still live in the hood. And I am not knocking at all just to clear that up real quick. But there are certain things, right? And there's certain um, ways that we had to, um, means, right? That we had to just go through or live or experience because we had no choice being children. Um, but again, like I, I can look at some of those things and just be like, no matter if I live in a house or I live in another state or I live in a better community or neighborhood or whatever, um, 
there's still things that I that and and ways to live um that I have still that I still use that I took from my my childhood and I still apply it to my life now and I and I'm teaching my children that way right you know there's certain things that it it, it helped me be uh rough and capable and helped me survive and um just made me, gave me a different way of thinking right like to compromise or to um find alternate um, alternative ways to do things right or to get by right there are some people that never grew up poor never grew up hungry never grew up needing right and then when they have these experiences in their life god forbid or, or you know unfortunate situations circumstances where they they don't have the things that they grew up with they freak out they don't know how to survive they don't know what to do next for a meal to do next to 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 get a job or just to keep a roof over their head or whatever right and i feel like growing up the way i grew up as a you know as a child it did prepare me to be able to survive now if i ever experience something like that right like I have no pride in, 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 in when it comes to getting a job, getting two jobs, getting three jobs, getting four jobs. Even if right now, if I'm making X amount of dollars and, and, and I could be extremely comfortable, um, if I needed to get a second job or third job, and, it, and, and it doesn't matter what type of job it is, I'm going to take it. I'm going to do it because I am not that prideful. I am still humble. I remember where I come from and I know that if I need to put food on my kid's plate, um, a roof over their head and clothes on their back, that I'm going to do what I have to do to get that done from. And again, that mindset is because of the way I grew up. Um, and I'm not, my first reaction is not to be, to freak out and break down and just be like, oh my gosh, my world is done. My first reaction is, okay, I got shit to do. I got kids to take care of. How am I going to do this? Time to be, to do, to do what I got to do as a mom, right? So I feel like a lot of people will look at my childhood, um, my upbringing and, oh my gosh, I feel so sorry for you. Like, I don't want that. <laughs> I look at it as, mm, yeah, it was crappy. It sucks. That was the life. That was, that was what was handed to me at that time. But I use it now to my advantage. And I feel like that... That way of shifting, um, I can sit here and dwell on the past and be negative and be like, oh my gosh, like my life sucked. But I feel like the defense mechanism that I have to help me push forward and get through is a positive um, in this in, in for, for this situation, right? Um, and even in my line of work, I feel like it's it's helpful because I can relate to the kids that I teach. I can relate to the kids that I lead. I can relate to the families in my school building, in my community, because of my upbringing, because I I am them. They are me, right? And there's just a connection and there's just an understanding on a level that many people cannot understand, right? We have these leaders in these school and these teachers, these staff members that come from different walks of life. Um, and they all have great things to contribute. Like I'm not knocking that at all, but I do feel like there's just something so much more powerful and, and, and um, so much more can happen and changes can be made when your teacher looks like you, when your school leader looks like you, 
when they can understand you and relate to you and they get it, when they can have conversations with families on a level where they can really, really relate, right? Like I'm not, I can talk to families and, they, and they'll understand and I can talk and use certain terms or certain, you know, and, and did those just know and just get that I, I, I am from where they come from. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm, I'm trying to be very mindful of the words I use around what I say, but I, I'm sure you get what I'm saying. Um, and the second, the next part of that quote was, and if you don't know where you're going, then I mean, where you are, then you don't know where you're going, you know, and that part is, is, is very, um, that was very, is very powerful as well because we all are on this journey in life, right? We all have somewhere to go. Um, and I feel like we should never forget where we come from. Um, that is our roots. That has shaped us, whether we believe it or not. I know there's many people that try to deny that they their upbringing was as crappy as it was. But I feel like you can try to deny it all you want, but you are who you are because of where you come from. And if you forget that, then do you really know where you're going? You cannot lose your identity. And I feel like you, where you grow up, where you are from, where your family is from, your upbringing, that's your roots, bro. Like, that's where you come from. That's, that's who you are. That is part of your identity. And I feel like because a lot of people don't know how to, I mean, a lot of people are, you know, of course, it's traumatic. There's a lot of experiences that we go through in life that are very traumatic. Um, we just want to forget it. We just want to ignore it. And um, for me, and I know some people, like, sometimes my energy is a little too much for them. And who, whatever. Like, <laughs> I don't even care. Um, this is who I am. And I'm not going to shy away from that. And I know anybody that is listening to this, and if you know me on a personal level, you know that. Like, I, my energy is always the same. Um, I, I try to be as positive as possible. You know, I have not always been this way. Like, straight up, if you talk to my first son's father <laughs> or anyone that knew me around that time of my life. Um, they would definitely say like, no, like my energy was not always this way, but I've learned to, to, to think that that way or to to shift my mindset into a positive way and try to find positive. And I just feel like that energy is, is reciprocated. That energy is a little bit more contagious. Um, well, no, I mean, negative energy could be contagious too, but this is, this energy, if it's contagious, then you're just spreading a lot more positive energy. Um, and that is my hope and my goal. And I feel like if if people knew my story and knew what I've experienced in life, you know, I just gave you a little snippet of my upbringing. Um, I, I have to be very careful with the things I say and how I say. I don't want to offend anyone. And mom, if you're listening to me, please don't get offended by this because it's real. This is our story. This is our upbringing or whatever. Um, and, you know, even if I, I speak about certain people or certain situations, um, it's not trying it's not I'm not trying to do it in a negative way or, or shed a negative light on it or dim light uh, I, I'm trying to help you understand that yeah things happened um but that doesn't your story doesn't end there right that does, that should not be the justification for you not succeeding in life that should not be the reason why you are not moving forward and pushing forward and and trying to succeed or write your own story right the story that was handed to you the cards that were handed to you in your past fine you cannot control those things but they get to they get to there has to get there has to be a point in your life where it gets to where you are being 
you're 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 taking charge you're taking that pen and you're writing your own story you're taking that pencil because you can easily change that that story right and you're choosing to change that that story plot twist right in caps plot twist this is a story that was handed to me this is the life that was handed to me as a child i'm a grown adult right now i'm a i'm a I am capable of writing my own story. I am not going to let my past dictate my future. Um, and we have to take responsibility for our lives and the decisions we make and, and, which, and which path we're going to take. And, um, and that is the only reason why I'm trying to share my story. To let you know that, yeah, I had a crappy past. I had a crappy childhood. I had a crappy um, teenage young adulthood or life right and whatever you you know into my 20s then into my 30s is where just things started to like slow down and yeah there was still bumps and there was still um detours and 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 I hit some dead ends and and I just had to turn back and then go a different way um but I didn't allow it to get the best of me I didn't allow it to tell me what my story was going to be I continue, I push forward, I might, have, I might have had to walk a few steps back in order to walk a few steps forward. And I'm going to go into that in, in the next episodes. I'm going to talk about how, you know, how many schools I went to. You know, my, my first career choice wasn't a teacher. You know, I, I had a friend recently that was like, yo, you and assistant principal, that's crazy. I would have never thought that, right? Um, because this was not, <laughs> this was not where I thought I was going to be, right? Um, and this is why I say you have to take that pencil and start writing your own story. At some point, you have to be held accountable. Stop using your past as an excuse to why you're not where you should be or where you want to be. Stop it. There's so many people, and you know, I love my family to death, but I have some sisters and, and a brother that tend to, to use our past as a crutch or an excuse to not progress or do better. Break that cycle. Break that dysfunctional cycle and that pattern that we have been handed or people just, you know, the stereotypes of that. This is what we are. This is who we are. This is what we're always going to be. Break that and move forward and, and, and write your own story for you, for your kids, right? Let's break those patterns. Um, it's possible. It's possible. And I'm going to go into that in, in all my other episodes where I talk about you know, or the schools I went to, the career, the career changes I made, the multiple career changes, college degrees that I went through, you know, and then what was the shift that took me into what happened in my life that took me into education? Um, I'm gonna talk about parenting, you know, my situations with my kids fathers, you know, like, there's a lot. Um, I just feel like if I was to give you a little bit more backstory, you'll get a better understanding of who I am and and how I am and why I am the way I am. Um, <laughs> and um, that's it. I just want to get. I just want. I, I just want another level of. I just want another level of intimacy with my listeners. Um, I want a connection um, like no other, and I feel that this was the perfect. This is the perfect opportunity, Women's History Month, to open up. Uh, help open you up into my world so you get a better understanding of who I am. Um, so I'm going to keep, I'm going to wrap it up right there because I'm definitely over my time. I usually say my episodes are 25 minutes or less because I know I want you guys to be able to listen to it while you are, you know, doing your thing. I know we all busy. Uh, we working, we go to school, we have families, we, you know, we have a lot of stuff going on. So I try to keep my episodes um, 25 minutes or less, but this series, they might go a little longer because there's so much to cover in such a short time. But um, 
thank you for listening. Um, that was the first episode of our new series for Women's History Month, Women Who Tell Our Story. And that was part of my voice diary. And that was um, part of my story. So you're going to hear a couple of more episodes that I dive in a little bit more. I get a little bit more intimate and um, completely vulnerable and transparent. Um, and I hope you appreciate it. If you have any questions or concerns, you can reach me on my Instagram, which is coffee stains, coffee stains, um, underscore edu, coffee stains underscore edu. I think that's what it is. I hope I'm not saying that wrong. Um, it's been a long day. Yeah, so I believe I believe it's coffee stain underscore edu is the Instagram. Sorry, um, is the Instagram page and then um coffee stain dot org. Coffee stain dot org is the website. Um, the podcast is uh coffee stains edu. You can find us on Spotify, iHeartRadio, and Amazon Music. If you check out the website, I post a f- uh, resources on there for every episode, and I also post the audios if you just want to go on to the website that's coffeestained.org the instagram is coffeestained underscore edu coffeestained underscore edu or if you want to email me geneva rodriguez 30 at gmail.com geneva rodriguez 30 at gmail.com thank you for listening and i'll let next episode should be coming in about a week or two thank you so much and have a good day it's a wrap